Hi, this is Gordon. It's Allison. And this is Just Add Soy Sauce, episode 13. It's been a long time. I think it's, I think October was our last recording. October? Was yeah, it? I think so. Okay. It's been six. How many times have we moved since then? I don't, <laughs> I don't know, but. We're finally settled, um, and we're finally, yeah, in, in a mental space, I think, to even have something on the podcast again sure yeah Yeah. a lot has happened a lot has happened but that's that's a longer story for another day probably but you know we happen to be processing something today um and coincidentally pure coincidence that we happen to be talking about this on the first day of aapi whatever month i think that's the start that's not very important but (laughs) and so all of a sudden we're gonna be barraged by all this Asian American like pride for a whole month, <laughs> for and a then month we'll be invisible again. Yes, I know. Yes, yeah, so pure coincidence, right? That yeah, we were yeah, yeah. we were talking about this today. Um, but anyway, you want to kick us off about what we wanted to just dialogue oh, yeah, yeah. about? Um, so we were just talking, and and Allison was like, "No, we're gonna do a podcast right now." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, that's fine," because and it's so fitting. Yeah, sure. I think I, whatever you just want to do one, fine. We'll we'll do one. And but okay. but we we talk about this all the time, and so it's it's not gonna be difficult. But uh, we're just gonna talk a little a little about internalized racism, and well, because it became real. Well, because we had an experience today, where we had a choice to make about it. Sure. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think we've talked about internalized racism very, probably briefly on another episode. Not really. Somewhere. Not really. It's implied, but not really. No. Okay. So you tell me what you. Define internalized racism to be, to make sure I'm on the same page with you. Oh man, I I don't even have the the Google <laughs> the book definition. And definition. But I but it's just explain I, it to me in layman's term. <laughs> I, if I was just having coffee with you, I would just be like any form of self hatred in in terms of your own ethnicity, of your own culture. Yeah. And um, you know phrases in a certain tone where I've heard people many say many people say, oh that's so Asian. You know, yeah. and it's just like, hey, dude, watch it. You know, like that's yeah. that's a little bit. I feel bad for you because it's like that's kind of like, dude, you kind of hate yourself. It's like, oh no, I don't. I'm just, I just have better ideas and I do things better. I'm like, I don't know about that. And so that's kind of. But you say what that I because would... you're saying it as an Asian person, saying that, oh, that's so Asian, and there's a tone under there that you're not happy with being Asian. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like, oh, Asian people are so horrible at this. And it's mm-hmm. like, and I understand this because I'm one of them. And it's like, I would consider that internalized racism. Mm. And, yeah, yeah. and I got, Stems from. and you know, it's not like, you know, I was some Casanova, but I heard this a lot. It's like, oh, I don't date Asian guys. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, so you don't date half the world. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> it's like, that, that that's deep. Like, you know, like you got to unpack that. You can't just say that to me and you expect me to understand that. All of this has to be put in the context of these are, these are, lines and sentences coming from the mouths of asian people yes right yes. and they, okay. they they say they look at me like that should be totally accepted that's fact and i'm like okay I, that's fact for you and it's like so you're racist against yourself it's like no 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 yeah. well well you thought this before the the term internalized racism got popular of course i thought about it yes by myself in my room i thought about all this already yes I thought we covered this. Anyways. Okay, so okay, we're on the same page about what we're talking about, right? In terms mm-hmm. of internalized racism. So 
I think, okay, here, let's talk about the incident first that caused this for me today. For you, yeah, go. Thank you. Sure. Because, so we were at the park, and it was a good day today. It was a park that we happened to like, and we looked around, and this is a park where we typically, there's not a lot of people there, which is why we like it. The Mm -hmm. structure is appropriate for the three kids of our age. Um, And today, it just happened to be that there were a lot of other Cantonese-speaking families who were there with kids very similar to our age, right? Um, and those Cantonese-speaking families very obviously did not think that we understood Cantonese, even though sure. we all looked Asian, right? Yeah. And so we're at the park. There was an incident because our kids, they're not wearing masks when they're out in the open and out in the park and they're playing around. But all of the other Cantonese families were wear, were, had kids that were wearing masks. Yeah, and, and the so, parents were wearing masks. And well. the parents were wearing masks. And, and yeah, I respect that's, that. Res- that you know, that's that's fine. fine. Everybody has the choice to do that, which is great. But all, we have made the choice not to have our kids wear masks while they run around the playground. Outdoors, yes. Outdoors, right. Mm-hmm. And so and so the incident that happened that Gordon and I overheard was we're sitting on the bench completely just watching the environment, watching watching them play, and they're, they're having their conversations in Cantonese, again, completely not thinking that Gordon and I understood what they're talking about. And one of the moms says under her breath to her child, don't play with the kids who aren't wearing masks. And she says this in Cantonese. And I started fuming internally. I'm just like, sure. if only I can show you that I understand what you're saying right now. I wonder how bad you would feel. <laughs> and, and people who... There's a lot of nuance there, and I think you got to set it up a little bit yeah. more. But she did say it with like this level of disdain. Yes. Like, and also and, and judgment and entitlement because she's like, they don't know what I'm saying. So like, it's not it's not that Allison's being super sensitive. I would be super sensitive. She's not the type of person. Um, but it's it's kind of like I have a different feel for it because I grew up not having mastery of the language. I'm not saying you have it mastered, but it's really a part of you. Yeah. And. Um, I walk up and immediately I notice the, the mom in the white jacket. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and and the, there's, th- there's three families. They know each other already. It's like kind of like a meetup group for them. And they're all speaking Cantonese. I, he- I can hear it from 100 feet away. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, okay. And the mom is like staring at me. Like, Was she? Yeah. Yeah. Cause, because know, she thinks of us as outsiders. No, We're yeah. younger. They, again, they don't think that we speak the language. So that's, I'm trying to paint that picture. It's yeah, like, okay, yeah. you already pegged me from like 200 yards away. You know, it's like, yeah. okay. And we're eating, you know, we're doing very non-Cantonese, Cantonese things. things. We have like a picnic blanket. Yeah, we have a picnic blanket sitting down, not at a table. It's quote unquote, not clean, you know, and we're eating Thai food. It's not, it's not, you know, any Cantonese or We HK. didn't bring like Tupperware. Yeah, it's not brought from home. It's not clean and picked. And, you know, we don't have, you know, four utensils, you know, for yeah. each dish. Yeah. And so it's, it's very, we're, we, we, we're putting out that American vibe. Exactly. You know, and so there, she's just like, ugh, these millennials, it's ridiculous. Exactly. ABCs, you know? they don't know what they're talking about. And I'm used to the look. And it's like, you know, for... If, if they didn't catch me, they caught me three years ago, they would be totally correct. Like, you know, it's like, fine. Yeah. And I would have totally English them. Yeah. But, but you know, and it started building up and they're, we're keeping our distance because we were eating first. And then when our kids started to play and it's totally fine because, you know, our kids, they know how to play and they yeah. know how to just do whatever. Exactly. But there's one point where uh, one of their kids... Um, Slid down a slide. Slid down a slide while, while one of our kids was still at the bottom of the slide. So there's a small collision and then um, blah, 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 blah. The details don't matter. But then that mom was like, oh, stay away from them. Stay away from those outsiders. <laughs> yes. that, that's pretty much the tone that she said. 
Yeah. And it made me mad too. And um, and I don't know if there's any like um, Toisan or Guangdong, <laughs> like any type of like slang, but they call their kids fish balls. <laughs> it's like stay no, away I... from those fish balls. No. You know? What are you done? It's like what? No. And I asked you like, no, does that I don't... mean anything more than no, what it is? I don't think they said that i think you heard that completely wrong oh then what did they say i think that they strictly said i think there was nothing about you no okay? I, oh maybe they say one at the end yeah and i was like what how dare you call my kids yeah. fish balls okay maybe i totally got that wrong well no so the, the, okay beyond the point beyond the details was that feeling of like uh, in that moment, not only was I offended, and Gordon's right, like I don't typically get offended in situations like that because I can let those things bounce off mm-hmm. pretty quickly. But in this particular moment, I was like, oh, maybe there was something just building out because I was already making observations about the way that they were parenting their kids. Yeah. Which is culturally very yeah, different yeah. than the way that you and I parent. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And and so I probably that's my bad, right? I was probably making judgments already, and then sure. this this it's this cumulative um, mm-hmm. effect of like ah, oh. and I had that initial thought in my mind, I'm like ah, oh. this is our culture, this is the people yeah. that you know we belong to and yeah. that we are associated with, yep. and I'm just like ah, oh. mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I think I had to just like reconcile with that, right. 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 And that's where we got to today, where we're processing and, and talking about it, where how do we still remain super, like connected and engaged with the culture that we are a part of mm-hmm. while still recognizing that there are uglies, there, there are ugly parts to it mm-hmm. that we don't necessarily have to condone or accept. Yeah. And I think people don't really talk about that well, that I, I, th- I think we talked about what is it? This is the stuff that I think about the identity politics and group politics where you have to subscribe to the whole group and you have to buy into everything that they mm. represent in order to be a part of their group. And I believe that there's more nuance to that, mm. that you can still be like, you know what, that is so Asian and that's not a great way of doing something, yeah. but I'm still Asian, you know, yeah. and like I'm, I'm still, I'm still Chinese American. Yeah. It's like, that's okay. Like. You know, yes. and and this this afternoon incident was a time where we had to make that choice. Yeah, you know, yeah. and just by living our lives, like I know we were presenting a certain vibe. You know, I'm painting that picnic <laughs> picture. Literally, there are like yellow flowers all over us, <laughs> and like we're eating, and there's pollen on our shoes. It's like it couldn't get more non Cantonese. We're putting out a, a a certain like you know guaylo vibe, man. You know, and. And like they, 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 the posture toward us was like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I know we're putting out that vibe. And they, the way they were nagging and talking down on their kids and, <laughs> you know, like being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to wipe your mouth. I can't believe I have to wipe your shoe. You're so dirty. And it's literally like they're putting out the, I'm the Canto vibe. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And they, they think that's giving us tension and we're giving them tension just by being American. <laughs> But it's like Asian American, Asian American, yeah. yeah. And it's like, but internally between Allison and I, it's like there was intention because yeah. we we embrace that. And like, we know, like the moment if if we had an opportunity to engage those parents and actually speak Cantonese, yeah, it would completely change. And and I knew you were going to look for that opening, but they were not. They weren't open. Yeah, they weren't open. They were not. Yeah, posturing. so they were putting out a vibe, being like, no, 
you you guys can't even order dim sum, you know, like <laughs> in in Chinese. That's that's like I know it, yeah, I know it. Exactly. And so it's like okay, you know, it's fine. Um, but isn't that painful though? I feel like that's what's painful, right? Where when we start talking about internalized racism, we start thinking deeper about okay, where is that coming from, and mm-hmm. where do we heal? How can we heal? Mm-hmm. Like one is just recognizing the fact that yeah, within our own people, within the same Asian descent group of people, there there is divide. Yeah, there yeah. is divide, and how do you bridge that? That's one of the reasons why we started this podcast. Um, and you know we talked a lot about intergenerational, like how do we bridge that intergenerationally? Mm-hmm. But these were parents who were with kids our same age. I know, yeah. Yeah, they were ten years older than us, but they had kids the kids the same, same age. age. Yeah. Uh-huh. But and but but even here, we couldn't even find common ground, even though we were parenting right. kids of the same age. Right. And, right. and again, we we preached on this uh, in a couple <laughs> previous episodes, but it's like. How do how do people that are not Asian support us? Yes. We can't even support each other we can't in this support moment. Each other. Exactly. You know, in a year ago, we we're like, oh yeah, let's let's help out the grandmas that don't speak English that are getting attacked or whatever. Yeah. And just like here in this moment, in this afternoon, it's just like I can barely connect with this these these yeah. parents. Yeah. You know, that yeah. want nothing to do with us. Right. And it's like, right. How how are we gonna support or or move forward really? Right. 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 Yeah. So I mean, yeah. That that's what we were processing today, and I think what we came to was just, and we've ha- we've had experiences like this before, you know, with the business transactions. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was a ser- like this is that's part of the reason why we've been absent for the last six months, right? Just dealing with the aftermath of the tragedies, really, of our repeated interactions with people within our people group. Yeah. Yeah. Our culture group that. And it's not like, we're not like talking about small things and they could relate to small things like, you know, I I bought a cell phone, but you know, we, we sold and bought a house and, you know, we moved a couple of times and, and so like, you know, big ticket items that require a lot of like reading, a lot of coordination. And, and so we dealt with a lot of, uh, actually Chinese people, you know, in business. And we made the choice to do those transactions with. Chinese people. Because, Even though we had the options to not. Yeah, sure. Yes, because uh-huh. they came as referrals to us. Yeah. And um, so I think that we've been in this season where we've been dealing with a lot of Chinese people. Mm-hmm. And and we got a flavor of like, oh, yes, this is the... <laughs> I oh. am reminded of Okay, the... let's be specific. Give an example. Because then oh. it'll give us context okay. as to what we're trying to say and how to take this home here because we're at 15 minutes. Because... Which one? Termite. Give termite example. Termite example? Okay. So um, between moving from our old place to this new place, um, we had to live in a temporary rental and it had a termite infestation. So we asked our realtor to be like, hey, you have, you know a termite person? And they're, they're like, she's like, yeah, sure, sure. I called this person up and I contact this person. And I'm not saying... My communication is great, but, yeah. you know, Allison has taught me very well. I'm very clear <laughs> with my communication in terms of business. So it's like, yeah, I contact this person. Uh, this person happens to be Chinese American and... Immigrant Chinese American. Uh, yes, I believe okay. so. Because okay. his son was born here. Yep. Immigrant Chinese American, but his English is excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, but long story short, uh, he's a contractor, right? Uh, and so he was pretty much your typical nightmare contractor. It's like, 
shows up late every time, do, like does the least amount possible and doesn't do it correctly or well and then charge full price. And in my head, like, like Allison and I were like talking like dozens of times, like, dude, if this was our house, we wouldn't let this fly. <laughs> You know, it's just like small claims court. We have the English to do this. And and we talk about this because it's like, dude, you're treating, dude, like the Chinese American termite guy. I was like, dude, you're treating me like, you know, I'm sorry, but you're treating me like a Chinese immigrant. It's like, but I ain't yeah. like, I'm a Chinese American fluent English. Like I can come for you, bro. Okay. Well, so, okay. Back it up a second. So there was an additional layer here, right? So not only were we in a stressful circumstances, but he brought in the Asian cultural thing Mm -hmm. of like, he wouldn't talk to me. He would only talk to my mom because he saw me as, Ah, you remember that? The subordinate. As the, as the younger person. And then he wouldn't talk to me when I was there. He would only talk to the guys. Like he wouldn't even look me in the eye and wouldn't give me the time of day. Like that very... Culturally Chinese. Traditional, yeah, traditional. Uh-huh. Like, and and that was what infuriated me. Right. Not just his business dealings, because, like I said, like, you know, not to bag on contractors, but, you know, like, Go they're ahead. a dime and a dozen, right? The good ones, right? And so... Well, that's, it's the opposite. Oh, did the I opposite. use that in Yeah, a dime a dozen, the bad ones. Sorry. Dime a dozen, the bad ones. Yes. Okay, that's how non... Diamond in the rough, the good ones. <laughs> Oh I'm butchering both, Please but stop. they understand. <laughs> it's hard to find a good contractor, period. But yeah, what sure. infuriated me was the additional layer of him bringing in that cultural yeah, yeah, piece yeah. where he really treated us as if like, we couldn't connect. And he was treating us like we were an outsider to the Chinese community. When typically, you think about the Chinese community, the reason why people stay you know, like feel more comfortable doing business within the Chinese communities mm-hmm. because they have that sense of intimacy. We speak right, the same yeah. language, you know, we have commonalities. The same, they, yeah, com- there are yes. exactly there yeah. are common grounds yeah. that we understand with. But he completely did not do that. No, what he did, he's a manipulator, okay? And I don't try to use that word like flippantly, yeah. but he tried to use uh the American side to his advantage, which was business, you mm-hmm. know, and, and try to like, you know, have a reputable business but then when it came to when we started confronting him he started waving the chinese traditional card be like oh no i uh you know this is technically not your house and it's you know one of your relatives so according to chinese culture you're just kids you're just kids for life yeah even though you're paying for everything you know it's like and i'm like what holds up here sir like i was asked to do this but you're not gonna talk to me yeah pretty much we're the agents here you know it's just like (laughs) No, 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 no. It's like, so he's he's using the American side, and then like when it doesn't work out, he'll use the Chinese side. Right. And then when it doesn't work out, he'll, he'll go back. He'll switch. And it's like, hey, is it okay if I bring my dog here? No, it's not okay. He like, didn't ask. Yeah, exactly. He didn't ask. He didn't bring because, a because, dog. Because he used the Chinese side. He's like, because, oh, we're all because, friends here. Yeah, we're, we're all friends. We're family, and we're not going to say anything, right? I'm just like, yeah, what yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so the point is, we've had this dealing and we like and and that infuriated us at that time and we had this conversation at that time but we were just too tired to record a podcast <laughs> yeah yeah sure about it because we were like how do you embrace that how right. do you as an asian american who wants to be reconciled to their culture mm-hmm. how do you do that when you encounter people of your culture who are like that 
Mm-hmm. How? And at the end of the day, what do we what do we have to decide? That you know, between you and me, I mean, it's like you know what? I think I need a break from doing business with Chinese people for a little while. Just, I just need a break. I'm not saying anyone else is any better, but, yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm just like I just need a break with that flavor of business. Right. And and to answer your question, I would say we don't have to embrace that.、Mm-hmm. We don't have to embrace below par business practices. We don't have to embrace. Bad boundaries. We don't have to embrace that, even though that might be, you know, common in this type of flavor or lens in the Asian culture. It's like we don't have to embrace it, but but we don't have to go as far as we hate Asians or、yeah. I hate the Asian culture. Reject it completely. Yeah, because we、yep. don't. But、yes. it's like, but you you can't force me to say, oh, that's okay, me、exactly. being treated, which is、like、not that. Yeah, and I、yeah. think that's the nuance that no one's talking about.、Yeah. That you can say. Oh, you know what? That stereotype was made into reality today, and I don't have to accept that. Yeah. But doesn't mean I hate the whole culture as a whole,、right. or that I run away from the whole culture as a whole, which is what I did. Like I usually respond with anger and and avoidance, and and just you know run away from the problem. But I think you can you can do both. They're not mutually exclusive.、Mm-hmm. You know.、Mm-hmm. And. Maybe some very very nice person that might be listening to this would be like, oh, you know, do the benefit of the doubt, be like, you know, but maybe it's not Chinese. Maybe maybe contractors are generally like that, or maybe that's just a one-off thing. It's like, no, it happened. We had a series. Not, it wasn't just this one person, okay? <laughs> We had a series of transactions you know? yeah, with different it, people, and the flavor was the same, okay? Yeah. And, and so it's like,、oh, okay, so culturally, this is how they do dealings, and I'm not saying it doesn't work for them, you know,、yeah. but it's like. Yeah, and it does obviously, but being, and we said this in the previous episode, it's like Alison and I being more more privileged. Really, it's like、yeah. we can do both in the Chinese way or the American way. We can choose,、yeah. and so it's just like we don't have to take this. And the part that bothered us was like, dude, people that immigrants and Asian people who don't have a strong command of English, it's like they don't have any other choice, and choice. that's why they walk around so entitled, being like, you can't stop me. It's like, I guess so, but I actually know English, dude. You know, and and so that's the part that made us so upset that they could get away with it, to with most clients. Right, but、yeah. like again, but at the end of the day, because we need to wrap it up. Okay. Where okay. it's like, we did have to recognize and come to make that choice, though. Like, yeah, there are ugly sides of the Chinese culture. There are things、mm-hmm. that. I think when I say embrace, maybe I just have to say. We have to reconcile with. We have to accept that this is a part of our culture,、mm-hmm. um, and then maybe just to further explore why. And the reason why you want to further explore the why is because there has to be a reason. Like we have to have an answer still to. Well, then why stay connected?、Mm. Why stay connected to your Asian culture then? If there are these ugly things about it. I think the common sense answer is like, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. There's very many redeemable qualities, yeah. But it's it's just not represented in mainstream media, and like, it's 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 under your own responsibility to go find it. To find it. Okay.、Mm-hmm. And it's like that. That's why I want to go back to the self hate part. It's like we're already in a shame based culture, and there are we're very fluent in the ugliness of the culture,、yeah. and there's no one else. Uh, in media or or the American world, representing well like the beauties of Asian culture,、yes. other than food and I don't know 
stunt people. I don't know. Martial arts. Yeah. Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, Jet Li, you know. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Like, Fast yeah. and Furious. Well, we're going to learn, apparently, this month, of all the beauties of the Asian culture. The all five people that have been represented <laughs> in Hollywood. Um, but You're not angry. No, no, really. Just, like, the, that, that creates a perfect storm. Yeah. Of, yeah. like, why don't you just hate yourself? You know? Right. And, and so there is more, like I said, more nuance. It's yeah. like you, there is an option C. Like it's not just accept the whole thing, don't accept the whole thing. But the C is like, no, you can acknowledge that. You can acknowledge that. The ugly. Yeah, that there's mm-hmm. ugly. But there's more, there's a lot to be proud of. There is also redeemable. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's where I wanted to end. Where yeah. that's the why. Let's, let's find the redeemable stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Because there is a lot of anger provoking things in our culture and those are known yeah those are the things that are the typical stereotypes that come out right and those are the things that you know we as asian american abcs right we always get together and be like oh your mom does that too or your dad does that too Mm -hmm. you you grew up with that too you know but then there are so many other things that are redeemable and we need to talk more about those okay let me put you on the spot no no i'm gonna put you on the spot right now because i i like if I were listening to this, there's like, oh, it's so easy to say, don't be internally racist, and and it's so, like, ten thousand feet in the air. Mm-hmm. So, what is something redeemable about the Asian culture that you can think of off the top of your head? Other that, than food, and other than kicking never... someone in the face, you know, and being a stuntman. Okay, first of all, I would never say those are redeemable things about the Asian culture. Okay, those are not the things that I respect about the Asian culture. So, so <laughs> Thank throw, you. throw one out there. Throw one out <laughs> For there. For me, honestly, it is the sense of family and how they do family and intimacy with family. You gotta explain that because I just think Joy Luck Club and that was very unhealthy. <laughs> and there were a lot of white spouses there. Male well, spouses. Well, okay, how could I describe it best? Like... Like, I don't know, one of the things I love about Cantonese mm-hmm. is that how immediately you're able to talk to somebody in Cantonese and all of a sudden you feel like, like, you know each other. Okay. I feel like that happens very easily with Chinese people. And I don't know, maybe I'm just speaking out of experience, but right. I mm-hmm. think that, you know, I'm thinking about some of the interactions that we had in the park back in San like in San Leandro when okay. we lived there and we like you know the grandmas that were taking care of their kids mm-hmm. and the moment that they knew that we spoke Cantonese it was so like it felt like family they opened up yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it was open they were willing to talk they were willing to share and that immediacy there was almost a trust there that you would think that you wouldn't trust um, like a stranger with okay you know because of the language and the quickness of that and I think that is part of our culture and then that's specifically Asian so, I don't know that that's specifically So that's Asian. what I'm saying. I think that's something that I appreciate about the culture. Okay. okay. And you did put me on the spot because I really haven't had the chance to like, what is redeemable? Well, that's, but that's the thing. I wanted to test it out because if, if we're saying, hey, be, yeah. don't hate yourself, you got to tell somebody why. <laughs> why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, and I don't, like, I, yeah, like I said, I don't know if it's specifically Asian, but no, that is a big draw for me for the mm-hmm. culture. That's mm-hmm. why I love all the TVV dramas, right? It's talking yeah. about family and just that dynamic between family mm-hmm. that even though it is messy, mm-hmm. family is broken. I don't think there is any culture where family is not messy, mm-hmm. but just, just even seeing the way that Asian people do family, there is an endearment for me Okay. and I don't have the vocabulary for it. Okay. Maybe. I want to spend the next two minutes 
kind of doing my part. But like, oh I me, think, I must, should I ask you back and put you on the spot? I I, I don't need you to ask. I'm just gonna talk. Okay, yeah. fine. What's but, redeemable? <laughs> what's redeemable? <laughs> no, really, I think a lot about you and your style when when you're working. And we had a conversation just this week mm. where one of your, I wouldn't say subordinates, but people, uh, the person that was under you is like, oh, I like the way uh, another uh, director um, handles meetings because she's so, oh. she's so, uh, what is it, bold? They use the word quote unquote bold. Pretty much strong. Strong. She's so strong. strong. Yeah, yeah. Strong. And, and that was slightly offensive because she, it was kind of a passive way of saying, she wished you were stronger. Mm-hmm. Okay. She mm-hmm. wished you were more abrasive, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Uh, there's a style when that's appropriate, mm-hmm. you know, but I've seen your style, you know, mm. I know I've come at problems and confrontations and you've always asked me the question. It's like, so did you ever get your problem solved? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I just stepped up to the person. I started cussing and we both lost. We didn't win anything, but I didn't back down. I didn't. I was an Asian man. I didn't back down. <laughs> And, and, and she always like, but you didn't get your problem solved. You know, it's like you, you still were, you know. And so I'm like, true. That's true. And, and time and time again, you know, we've been married about 11 years. And you, you would show me, it's like, hey, just taking this route without being that, you know, alpha, you know, you know, Rambo type of confrontation person. But I choose to approach it this way. And do you see that I actually got what I wanted by problem solved? And I'm like, you know what? you did you know and more often than not you got you you know you got the customer service person to to fix this on the bill or you got you know this person to you know de-escalate from stealing your parking spot or or whatever it may be like Mm -hmm. you you chose a way that's not the typical quote-unquote uh american strong way of handling things it's like i hold the line and i'm i'm the best and okay, so you're describing kind of that peacemaker type of... And, and people say that's weakness. Mm. And it's like, but why couldn't you say that's... I would rebrand it as maybe that's verbal jujitsu, okay? And do you think that's an Asian thing? I would say that's very Asian. That really? instead of going direct, you'll, mm. you'll go around. And, and most, most people might say, oh man, that's avoiding and whatever. It's like, mm. you know what? But if I voluntarily spare your ego so that I can get what I want, why not? Or, you know, like, or should I just make you say, no, you lose so I can win. And it's like, how, how successful is that? Right. And you keep telling me that it's just like, Gordon, you can't just be like, you lose. Here are the facts. And, and you go about it that way. And honestly, that's why you're so successful at work. Mm. And that, that, that jars me that all the people under you that that receive the rewards of your success, they're like, you know what? I wish you can kind of show off a little bit and, and yell at somebody. And it's like, <laughs> but that never solves a problem. <laughs> you know, it's like the only reason you get what you got was because you found a way to solve the problem without posturing that way. That's interesting. And you okay? see that as an Asian thing. We're going to have to take that into I see deeper. that as an Asian thing. Yes. Because like, you know, I can think of people who are just Asian that, that don't do that over the top thing uh-huh. and it's okay yeah but they don't see that as heroic they don't see that as effective mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i feel like <sighs> maybe i mean you get you yeah you're, you're, you're getting me to think about so i think i think stuff. of you know just our approach in general to 
conflict to anything yeah to anything that's difficult mm. it may not be as direct or as bold or as outspoken mm-hmm. but it's just mm-hmm. like but what what is the goal here what do you actually want to get done mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and it's just like and it might not be the loudest way interesting yeah and but people don't give credit to that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and it's like i feel like that's an asian superpower that you can find it but people min- minimize it by saying, oh, they just work too hard. They're the model minority and they just work hard and they don't talk back. Or they're and, passive. And they're passive mm, and they don't have any people mm-hmm. skills. They can't manage people. There's a bamboo ceiling. And I was like, those are all true. Those are all true to a sense that, hey, if you're not working on your own skills and you're avoiding weaknesses in yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Those absolutely are true stereotypes about yourself. Work on yourself. But stylistically, if you objectively think like, hey, if there's this, an intentionality behind what you're doing. And maybe it's not even intentional because it's so part of your culture. You mm. just do it that way, but it's effective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's like, mm. but like, I don't know. It's really a bad analogy, but it's like everyone loves Steph Curry, right? Mm-hmm. But he's not a super strong guy that can like, you know, dunk the ball or whatever, like mm-hmm. Shaq or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he, he does it a very almost non-aggressive way. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. He, you know, he shoots the ball evasively, you know, three-point line. I don't know what I'm talking about because <laughs> I don't really watch a lot of sports. But, like, he's not very aggressive. He's not that in-your-face type yeah. of thing. Yeah, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, but you love him anyways. But I feel like it's very Asian to not need to be extremely aggressive yeah. Yeah. but get the job done. Right, right, right. And right. it's like, shouldn't that be heroic to you? Shouldn't mm. you be a proud of that? Mm. But why? Mm. And I know I struggled with that. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I wanted to be so loud and so articulate and, and so blah, 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 blah. Abrasive. I abrasive, yeah. Mm-hmm. I said articulate, but I, I should have said abrasive. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought that's what I needed to do to get respect. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't get any. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the more calm uh, I was and the more rational I was and the more time and space that I gave to a conversation actually the more respect I was given mm-hmm. even though I had to surrender some ego or or, or some. someone else's ego some ego you know and I've <laughs> and I'm not going to say it now and maybe it might come up some other time I want to do a podcast about Asian Asian American masculinity yeah that'll come up but there are some celebrities or some people that are more in the limelight that I actually respect their style because mm-hmm. they they retain a very Asian-ness about them mm-hmm. and they are successful because of those things yeah, and I'm very yeah. proud of them for that and it's not just because they have to be in a token token character or whatever yeah. and so um, so that's one just being more yours is better than mine probably because I think that's it, good yeah. yeah that's good that's good I like that we should I mean I think that's a great thing to just digest because again we're gonna have to end but yeah really just let's just end with what are the redeemable things to not necessarily offset the ugly things I think it's important to recognize the ugly things about the culture because those are the those are the roots that make people run away yeah and that's not going away yeah Yeah, it's not going away no it's very much every every culture has that right okay right right we're in a fallen world and that's what it is yeah yeah and so, yeah, I mean, I think really just focusing our energies on, okay, what's our why? What's the why that we stay rooted to our culture? Mm-hmm. Um, and that will start bridging gaps when, you know, intergenerationally, those things come in. Those conversations yeah, where why sure. can't we connect with our parents? Why can't we understand their stories? Why can't they tell us their stories? Understanding some of those will, I think it's going to unfold a lot more. Sure. 
Anyway, rambling now. We cool. need to end. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.